Tommy! Michael! Hey, pal. Listen to this. There's this guy, very popular TV host in France, also an author. He gave an interview in their popular magazine, Marie Claire. I know you read that a lot, don't you? It's one of my favorite rags. <laughs> well, l- l- listen to what he <laughs> and said. I mean rag. Listen to what he said. He said that he's 50 years old, and he said, women over 50 are not extraordinary, and he's incapable of loving women over 50. What? what about that? Huh? What? Has this guy ever heard of somebody named Michelle Pfeiffer, Elizabeth Hurley, Halle Berry? Huh? Michelle Obama. Oh, we can't say that. No, we, we're not allowed to like her because that could seem partisan, right? I'm sorry. But this guy. Michelle Obama is over 50. Yeah. Yes. This guy's shallow. He's egotistical. And he's French. I guess the third one implies the other two, doesn't it? I think you might be onto something, my friend. <laughs> he said recently, he said that uh, he can't be romantically inclined to anybody over that age, adding that women are invisible to him at that age. He says the body of a 25-year-old is extraordinary. 50-year-old women, not extraordinary at all. Oh, come on. This guy's got a lot of courage, doesn't he? Doesn't have a lot of common sense is what I think. Here's what I say. Youth and beauty are overrated. My question, can she cook? Right, pal? Oh, you are such a sexist pig. (laughs) I think the recent advent of the celebrity chef proves that men are made for the kitchen, don't you think, sir? <laughs> yeah. But let's face it. Older women and men, they like sex. And there's nothing like having sex with older women if you're thinking of younger women while you're doing it. That's the key, isn't it? <laughs> you are so, so bad. I wonder how old Bo Derek is now, the perfect 10. Well, I think she's about a six now. <laughs> well, see, you're disproving your entire point here. But doesn't mean I wouldn't love to be with her if I was single, right? I understand that she goes for short dead guys. <laughs> that was a Dudley Moore joke. Right. Me, yeah. You know, men mature a lot slower than women, you know, probably 25 years old all the time emotionally, aren't we? It just because, you know, they're older doesn't mean they're wiser, right? Right. Tom and Mike. Now, they just had another survey of... Uh, Who's they? Uh, one of the leading survey people. I don't know if it was Gallup or I forget which one. Well, it that's was. kind of important, Michael. All right. Let's just say it was... They, it's a con- <laughs> they did a, poll, did a poll. Don't get technical with me, pal. I'll come right through this microphone. They did a poll on approval rating of Congress. Now, it's not been good, has it, lately? Well, who's they, Michael? <laughs> the poll people. Those poll people, those dag-nabbit poll people. And Congress is still, their approval rating is still in the teens. This approval rating is in the high 80s. And yet, they always seem to pick their own guy again. It's like, okay, they're all bad, but I'll keep mine if I want to, right? If you made a bed with the devil, you got to go to bed with You got to sleep with him. Right? And listen to this statistic that was in this article. It said that we, taxpayers, American taxpayers, pay Congress $813 million a year for food, travel, health care, and the retired ones. $813 million, my friend. How about that? It's a pittance. It is? Well, when you consider we have a multi-trillion dollar budget and deficit, so... Oh, all this money. I don't I mean I don't know where we get it all. Just keep printing it. That's what I say. Have a guy working twenty four seven, just printing it out. Yeah, he's got one of those crank deals just going round the clock. That's all he does. Here's all I have to know about Congress. When our new Congress is guy is in, is or woman is elected, they spend the first week there in Washington 
looking around and saying to themselves. Well, let's define Congress, okay? Are we talking? No, both. Congressmen and senators. There's 535 members of Congress. But they spend the first week while they're elected, the new people, they walk around and say, wow, I can't believe I'm actually here in Washington. And after a month, you know what they say to themselves? I got to figure out a way to get back home and get reelected, right? No, they say, I can't believe these other people are here in Washington. Okay. That's a joke, my friend. It's a joke? Yep. I'm going to have to think about that one. No, but think, <laughs> what do you mean you got to think about that? <laughs> you know, here's the problem with government. It's that to be trusted, you have to be trustworthy. Ain't happening, folks, is it? Ain't happening. Oh, man. I don't think they should do these polls anymore because it, it, it hurts the confidence of the American public, doesn't it? Especially when you don't know who the pollster is. <laughs> I said it was Gallup, you knucklehead. You, know, you just made that the, up. Come on. I do trust the government to fail at what they attempt to do. Does that count? That is, um, that's some form of credibility. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, they're consistent at least. I don't know. They don't seem to be able to ever get anything done. We're getting more divided down the, you know, right, left. Conservative. Here's liberal. the thing: if you're just elected to the House of Representatives for two years, right? Don't you think the number one thing you're thinking about when you get in there is, okay, how do I get reelected? It just seems like such a short term, don't you think? Right. I think we should give these people a little more time to make a difference. You know? I know. But to me, picking a member of Congress to vote for is like being forced to pick from a big menu in a bad restaurant. You never get what you want to, do you? Never, never never do. Tom and Mike. Here's something I want to talk about that I think you've probably never heard of or never even thought about doing. Do you know there's a big rise in adult coloring books? A big rise? Well, (laughs) what kind of coloring books would be an adult coloring book. You know, this is something totally new to me. I've never even heard of that. Well, researchers and art therapists are saying, are touting the calming effects. It reduces anxiety. It helps explore feelings, reconcile emotional conflicts, factor self-awareness, and things like that. How about that? What's the difference between a children's coloring book and an adult coloring book? Are they coloring private parts? (laughs) I don't know, but I know it's a lot easier to color inside the lines when you're an adult, isn't it? Not really. I, oh. I have a heck of a time. I, I don't know about you, but my handwriting has gone to crap over yeah. the years. And I'm imagining my coloring skills are even less wonderful. I have that same thing. My handwriting, because I do a lot of writing every day, and uh, I do it longhand, and then I put it into the computer. You know how many times I curse myself because I can't read my own handwriting? You're becoming a doctor. That's right. You're becoming smarter. Right. But uh, this crayon thing, would you ever think about doing it? I love the smell of crayons. I keep one in my top pocket at all times. But no, Just to I'm, sniff it, huh? Yeah, baby. That'd be a good smelling candle, you know, just to remind you of the schoolhouse. It could be essence of school. That's a smell that I don't miss, the, the smell of school. I hated school. Did you like school? You know what? I was a terrible student. I was a CD student. But I love school. You did? Because I had a lot of friends and I played sports. I always was having a good time. The only thing I didn't like about school was when the teacher was passing me the test back after she graded them. Everybody else would get their test handed up right side. She'd always put mine on the other side because she didn't want the class to see how many red checks there was. I always imagined my teacher was kind of like that teacher in A Christmas Story, Mrs. Shields, where I'd get my grade back. And it would just be A plus, 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 right off the chalkboard. 
but it never worked out that way for me. Never worked out. Seriously, if you walked into a person's house and you saw a coloring book and you said, what's that? And the, and the person said, oh, I, I do that sometimes to relieve stress and stuff. What would you think? I would immediately know because when I walked in that person's house, I would have that smell of somebody really old <laughs> and they're just passing their time coloring, which is kind of sad. You're regressing back to your childhood. Right. Okay. And what are our millennials going to be doing in their older age when they turn 50? Coloring books? Come on, please. Seriously, what is the difference between a child's coloring book and adult coloring book? The pictures or the, whatever the drawings are a lot more seductive. Yeah. Triple X. Yeah. No, I don't know, but they're probably more <laughs> complicated, like landscapes and stuff like that. Oh, I see. You know, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm telling you, pal, I'm never going to that route. Whatever I'm, problems I have in life, it's not going to be worked out in a coloring book. You know, right? when I was a kid coloring, you know what I was really good at? What's that? Grass. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just take that green coloring pencil and go to town, man. It it's amazing how some great. people have the ability to, to draw and do stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Either I'm a stick figure person. Yeah, totally. Tom and Mike. They just came out with a list of the most popular names. This is both women and men, just the top five. You think you can pick any one of the top five? Heather. Nope. Megan. Nope. Penelope. <laughs> nope. Nancy. Nancy. Kay Katie. No. I didn't get any of them. You didn't get any of them. Oh, no. man. The number one name last year was Emma. Can I be caller nine? <laughs> Followed by Liam. Oh, nope. these are all movie actors. Come on. Emma. Liam, Noah, Olivia, and number five was Ava. This is a mixture of new and old movie actors. Come I'm on, people. I'm telling you, the millennials aren't the most creative people, are they? I think we are. They're having to, <laughs> they're having kids and they're coming up with these movie stars' names instead of really being... And this article also talked about the three worst names that they heard last year. These are actual names. Listen to this, my friend. There's a woman... Named Yolanda Squat Pump. <laughs> Squat Pump? Squat Pump. That's her last name. Squat Pump. Oh, the visual on that. Please. There's a, there's a doctor named Dr. James Grossweiner. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm telling you, this is true. And there's one guy named Mo, M-O-E. This is his first name. His last name, can you guess it? Money? Lester. Mo Lester. Yeah, oh, Mo Lester. No. I like Yolanda, Mo Money. Yolanda Squat Pump, Dr. James Grossweiner, and Mo Lester. Now, I like the old strong names like Jeb and George, right? Jeb and George. Yeah. <laughs> you're a you're a Bush man, aren't you? Yeah. But my favorite has to be the Palins, what they name their kids. Huey, Louie, Dewey, Dippy, and Daisy, right? Remember them? The Palins? Yeah. Wasn't that their names? I don't think so. It wasn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> what were their names again? Why don't you tell your kid people what Come you on, named? what were their names again? Give me that again. It was Huey, Louie, Dewey, Nippy, and Daisy. <laughs> yeah. The I Palins. don't think those were their names. <laughs> well, I like your creativity. You have two girls and a boy, and you name one of your boys Ken and one of your girls Barbie. Isn't that funny? That would have been nice, because my kids grew up with Barbie. My, they, at least my daughters did. My son wasn't too interested. Thank really? goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well... It would have been okay if it happened. You'd right. love him anyway, I'd right? I'd love him anyway. Love him anyway. Just turned out he was a 
you know, totally hetero like his old man. (laughs) Uh, You profess too much, I think. Oh, yeah. See, that's not a good sign right there. That's right. Now, you know what is a good sign? Let's talk about Stephen Jenkins again. My wife still says that what we said about Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind that day might be libelous. So we can't do that. Don't don't, don't bring it up again. No, okay. I don't want to get sued. Tom and Mike. You know, the Vatican just came out, the Pope just came out with a new criteria to become a saint. Did you know that there was a big push to get more saints in? Yeah, that's the one thing about the Catholic Church I never really agreed to. You know uh, why? Because the Bible says that once you become a Christian, you become a saint because you're sanctified in the blood of Jesus. Well, here's what you'd have to do to get into that Catholic Hall of Fame. First of all, you have to show Christian values. That's pretty simple, right? It sounds simple, but it's a little more complicated than you might think. You have to have a reputation for holiness, another easy one. Now, here's where it gets tougher. You think that's easy, being holy? (laughs) Come on. The individual must freely and voluntarily offer their life in face of certain death. Now, that's a tough one. And the fourth one's a little tricky, too. Perform a miracle. Yeah. Like getting the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, right? Hey, could happen. The Browns have Sister Mary Elephant, so they got that going. Now, the fifth requirement is you have to go your whole career without dating an altar boy. That's a tough one, too. Oh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Now, who knew there was a shortage of saints? I thought there's a lot in there. That's a laundry list of goodness there. Right. And I think it would be a miracle if we saw a miracle. Now, I think we're going to go our entire life, Tom. I hope both of us live a long, prosperous life. But do we think we'll ever see a miracle in our lifetime? I don't know, but did you hear the oldest person in America just passed away? How old? 114 years old. And she's from Cleveland, my home. And I heard she died on a skateboard, huh? A skateboard? Yeah, skateboarding accident. I don't know how she died, but I want to know how she lived. You know what I heard? Yes. Her daughter said, the key to longevity, sweet potatoes. Seriously? Seriously. They're good for you. Oh, I know they are. They're carbs, so I don't have them. Yeah, you, you don't eat carbs, do you? Right. Now, well, she here- ate carbs, and she lived to be 114. So right. there you go. And you know the idea that only the good die young? Yep. Not true, because anybody that eats sweet potatoes, they're good in my book. Tom and Mike. Now, here, I'm going to run this by you, and I want you to tell me if you think I have something. I could be onto something. Now, I know it might not catch on right away, but I think— now. Do you agree there are too many award shows that we have? Yes. You know, Emmys, Oscars, Golden Globes, Screen Actors Guild, Independent Awards, Film Actor, MTV Award. Too many. All these celebrities just patting themselves on the back. And it gets tiring after a while, doesn't it? It does. Here's my idea. Tell me if I'm off the beaten track. Put them all together? No, no, no. How about an award show where you fill up a room with all kinds of people, but you honor the best teacher in the United States? The best plumber, the best contractor, the best doctor. I don't know. Pick a occupation that you think might, you know, need to be uh, showcased. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. I don't know who's going to watch that, but. Well, I mean, it all depends okay, on how. Mr. I, Virtuoso. <laughs> I guess it all depends on how you market it. You know, if you get a good host and you really build it up, it could be almost like a reality show. I mean, we have so much junk on TV. I mean, think about it. The best teacher in America comes down to like three or four people and you, you show them all, all what they do in their classrooms and how they work with kids. And then you pick the best teacher. I think I'd watch that. Wouldn't you? 
No. no. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you thought it was a good idea. What about another occupation? Doctor. Yeah. Best doctor. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't watch that either. How about plumber? It's tough getting a plumber, isn't it? You got to pick somebody like Joe the plumber, you know? Right? They all get on stage and then they squat and they see if it crack in their ass and see how, you know, which one's got the best crack, they huh? They can do the butt crack dance. Right. I don't know. I, I don't might... think you do know. I don't think you know good television. You know why? Because you're on the radio. Hello? Tom and Mike.